the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. How many of you are ready for the word? How many of you came hungry? You excited? You passionate? You believe God's got a word for you? Prepared your heart, right? God's got a word for you. Tonight, we are going to be talking about seed time and harvest, right? We love harvest. How many of you love the seed time, right? That's the planting. That's the sowing, right? That's the giving. That's the sacrifice. That's the sweat, the blood, the tears. Come on, anybody been there, right? It's the sacrifice. It's seed time. Let me tell you, time is about to be your best friend. Time, because you want to know what? That's when that harvest is breaking out breaking free harvest time it's seed time and harvest and we're going to dive into the parable of the sower sows the word come on let me tell you time is about to be your best friend right and all the young people like no I just want to be grown take your time Take your time. Enjoy this season because you will never get it back. Enjoy this day because you will never get it back. Enjoy time. See time and harvest. See time and harvest. Talking about the parable of the sower. Time's about to be our best friend. And how many of you know, how many of you guys enjoy time? You know, when you start to enjoy time, the older you get, the more present you are. The more present you are for the day, every day, right? The days, because the days start flying by. The days start going by fast. I remember a saying I heard when the boys were young, you know, and it just reminds me of all moms, that the days are long, but the years are short. Like in those little days, you know, they're long. You know why? Because for some reason they stay up all night, sleep all day, and you know, wah, wah, wah. And the days are long, but the years are short. You blink and they're 18. Like you blink and they're driving a car. You blink and you're like, what in the world? Anyways, see time and harvest, right? It's a parable of the sower, right? Parable is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. Parable is a proverb, an example. It's an illustration. So every time you hear the word parable, that's what it means, right? Pastor is always trying to teach us in parables, okay? He's always teaching us a natural principle with the spiritual truth, right? Natural principle, spiritual truth. Natural principle, spiritual truth. And let me tell you, Jesus, he was always trying to teach his disciples in parables so that they could understand. He was giving them a picture. He was giving them an illustration, right? And he would tell Tell them, have ears to hear. Do you have ears to hear? He's also given them an instruction. Do you have ears to hear? He who has ears, let him hear. Have you know that you can come to church and you heard nothing? Because there's so much going on in between these two ears, right? So he who has ears to hear, let him hear. He's saying, listen, listen, Linda, listen, listen to me. Oh my gosh, have you seen it? So cute, especially like babies. They're like, they just grab your face, like, listen. You're like, and you're full attention. Why? Because it's so tender. They're just like, look at me. And you're like, okay. Jesus is saying, look at me. Look to me. Look to the word. Listen. 
pay attention. Have ears to hear. Prepare your heart as good ground. Don't become an overcritical religious hypocrite. Oh, man, she's coming out with the name calling. Because let me tell you, all of us can be that. All of us. Man, we already heard that story. I've already heard the word. Ain't you got a new word? I've been here 26 years. And let me tell you, the word is new all the time. It's about you and your heart. It's about you and your attitude. So we can't be religious, uh, overcritical, you know, just hypocrites. Where we're like, mm, ain't you got something new? No, don't be a know-it-all. Don't be a know-it-all. Forever, we are all going to be students of the word, okay? Let's just get that straight right now. Forever, we are all going to be students of the word. But you know what we need to do? We need to become doers of the word. We need to become doers of the word. Students who become doers of the word. And how do you know if you're a doer of the word? You bear much fruit. You bear much fruit. Know them by their fruit. We ain't out here to judge anybody, but let me tell you, the fruit of your life is speaking so loud, we cannot hear the words coming out of your mouth. So you need to bear much fruit of the word because there are so many people going through so much and they need you. They need to eat the fruit of the word produced in your life, right? When you're empty, you have nothing to give everybody who's going through something but judgment, but how come you can't be there for me? I'm always there for you. Looks like and sounds like you empty, okay? We need to be giving of the word so we fill ourselves with the word. We fill ourselves with the word because in the time of need, we've got something to give. We've got something to give. It's seed, time, harvest. Get the seed of the word in your life. And at just the right time, you reap a harvest. You've got a bank of the word of God. And that time that you need to go and you're not overdrafted. No, you go to the ATM, you put your number in and bam, comes all the money that you could ever need. That's the same with the word in your heart. It's like this bank account that you're filling up, making a deposit, making a deposit, hearing and hearing and hearing by the word, hearing and hearing and hearing by the word, making a deposit. You show up on Sunday, making a deposit. You go home on Monday, you make it a deposit because you're getting in the word. You're going over the scriptures, you make a deposit. You get that YouTube on repeat. You're making a deposit, you're making a deposit, you're making a deposit. In the time of need, you write that check, you got more than enough. You got more than enough. Why? Because you're standing on the word. You're standing on the word of God, not on gossip. You're not standing on hearsay. You're not standing on some TV show, on some TikTok. You're, because that, you will fall. You will fall. You will go to the account of your heart in the time of need. And what comes out is depression. What comes out is lack. It means that you need to get the seed of the word of God in your life. You need to get the seed of the word of God. We got to understand this parable of the sower sows the word, become a doer of the word, bearing much fruit. Because at the end of the day, all you have is the word. All right? All you have is the word. That's it. At the end of the day, all you have is the word. And when I was 14 years old, Pastor Dan gave me this lesson, and I never forgot it. It stuck with me. All you have is the word. Sasha, all you have is the word. At the end of the day, all you have is the word, right? 
And that, to me, sometimes when you're young, you're like, well, I have my parents. Well, I have this. And well, I have that. And the older I got, and when I didn't have them, and when I didn't have that, I remembered all I have is the word. And the word is the only thing that will never fail me, will never fail you, right? And all you have is the word. And he told me, so get in it. All you have is the word, and I want to encourage you. So get in it. Get in the word, right? Get in the word. Get the word of God on repeat in your life. Faith comes by what? Comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And all you're doing is hearing and hearing TikTok. All you're doing is hearing and hearing doubt. All you're doing is hearing and hearing critical news about this and about these politics and about the world's, you know, everybody hates each other. And that all this destruction and all about those crazy millennials and those crazy Gen Zs and those crazy, and this generation is lost. And all you're doing is hearing and hearing and hearing. And you're wondering why your outlook is so depressed and so negative because you need to change what you're hearing and hearing and you need to put the word of God on repeat. We say to listen to the YouTube, to listen to the podcast, not so that we can get a view, so that you can get the word, so that you can get the word planted in your heart on repeat again and again and again. We got um, parents come saying they got their young people and they hear in the night, like, what are you listening to? And you know what it is? It's the word on repeat. It's the word on repeat in their life, right? And when I was 14 years old, Pastor Dan, uh, I got in some trouble. My parents brought me to him. They're like, this girl's crazy. We've done everything. We've whooped her. We chopped her hair off. We took her clothes. We gave her this. We did that. She's still running amok. She, she needs help, right? They're like, we've lost all hope. And Pastor Dan said, at the end of the day, all you got is the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing. He said, Hear the word. Put the word on repeat. So I would listen to the cassettes. Guys, we would get cassettes. You could pay a couple dollars and you got a cassette. And if you were serving in kids ministry, you got the cassette for free. So let me tell you, I would always get every single one of my free cassettes. And sometimes I'd pay for them too if I needed to hear that again. I would listen to the cassette again and again and again and again. I would say the scripture, I would say the word, I would say the joke before Pastor Dan said it. I would laugh before he finished. I would listen to it until they broke. Like the, the little thing, I don't know what it was in the cassette. It had this little film or whatever. And you'd play it and you rewind and you play it again and you rewind and you play it again and you rewind and you play it again. And you want to know what? I was building the bank of the word of God in my life. Pastor Dan said, every morning that you wake up, I want you to say your I am's. I want you to say your I am's. He just told me to do this. So you know what? I did it. I just listened, right? I'd rather do what he said than be in trouble by my parents. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to listen up, all right? So I said the I am's every single morning. He said, even if you don't understand, I want you to speak the word. Speak out seeds of the word of God over your life. Do you know that it took me a long time before I even understand what the I am's meant. But let me tell you, I was speaking them. I was speaking the seed of the word of God over my life every single day, every single morning that I woke up. Man, I did that for over two decades. Like I just said the I am's, I said the I am's, I said the I am's, I said the I am's. And now I say prayers and talk, but like I did that religiously like every single day. Why? Because I needed the I am's. 
I needed the word of God. I needed to renew my mind. And that totally stuck with me, right? He said, speak it, speak it, speak it. Understanding will come. Continue in the word. He also, in that moment, he said, people will fail you. People will fail you. Life will fail you. And you will fail you. I'm like, no, I won't fail me. And you will fail you. But the word of God will stand. So stand on the word. And now that was seed, and there's been a lot of time since then. And let me tell you, the word of God is the only thing that never failed me. And I'm walking in and receiving a harvest of those seeds sown. And I'll continue, and we will continue, right, to plant seeds of the word of God so that we can be seed time harvest. Seed time harvest. Time becomes your best friend. Man, I'm never, ever, ever going to forget those words. I'm never going to forget that lesson. And I I hope that that encourages you. I hope that story touches you because that's him talking to all of us, right? All of us. Imagine, remember when you were 14? It was like going to the principal's office. I was like, I was so scared. Actually, you want to know what's funny is because it's funny, not funny. I was not afraid of the principal's office. I was not afraid to get in a whooping. I was not afraid. That's why they had already done everything. They literally, they would take all, I had all these baggy pants, these wide legs, bandanas, everything. They gave me a couple dresses. I was like, is that all you got? Man, I look fly in these dresses. They took everything away from me. I was like, is that all you got? Is that all you got? And they're like, what's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? They literally cut all my hair off. They cut it off. So you know what I did? I went to the dollar store. I got the strongest gel you could ever find and a fake hair piece. One of them little ponytails. I came out with that dress on and that slick hair and that hair piece. My mom is like, you of the devil. Who are you? Can't stop, won't stop. It was in me since then. It was in me since then. But now, God's just turned it around for good, right? God's just turned it around for good because that rebellious attitude was taking me to hell real quick, right? Well, not hell. I received Jesus. But my life was hell. My life was destructive. My life was just leading to death. But anyways, I'm never, ever going to forget that. I hope that sharing that story helps you. The word of God will stand. Keep on hearing the word. Accept the word and bear much fruit, right? Do you guys have ears to hear? Right? Hearts prepared as good ground, and I believe you do. I believe we do. Let's dive into the word. Let's go. Jesus said in Luke 4, 13. Come on. This is a parable of the sower. Do you mean to say that you didn't understand my parable of the sower? That was the key parable. If you don't see what I was trying to teach you there, how will you be able to understand any of the others? Can you imagine the disciples? They're like, what is he talking about? He's talking about the bread. He's talking about this. They're always fighting about, what did he say? And Jesus is trying to break it down for us, right? Pastor Dan's always trying to break it down for us. And, and once, once we think we know, we realize how little we actually know, right? Understanding the pair of the sower is key to unlocking the truth of God's word. Understanding the parable of the sower is key to understanding how the kingdom of God works. 
how God's way of doing things works, right? If you're struggling, anybody struggling to understand, why is the word not working? Why is the word not working? Ask yourself, do I understand the parable of the sower? Do I understand this parable, this example, this proverb that Jesus is telling us, right? Do I understand the power of the word? Do I value the word? Do I prioritize the word? Do I put the word of God first in my life? We, do I understand the integrity of the word? We have so much familiarity with the word, we have lost value for the word of God. We've got every translation on our phone and we don't know one of them. We've got all this stuff, we have everything available to us, all this technology, all these devotions, all this and this and this and this. But do you know the word? Do you know the word for yourself? Do you value the word? Do you prioritize the word? If God's word says it, that settles it. Doesn't matter how I feel. Doesn't matter what I see. Prioritize the word. Understand the power of the word. We have to get this, right? Pay attention to receive the revelation of the sower sows the word this parable. Ask God, God, give me understanding of this parable of the sower sows the word. You have to have a hungry heart, have communication, have conversation with God. Tell him where you're at, because let me tell you, he knows where you're at. He knows what you really understand. He knows that you're failing the test, and you got these tests in your life on repeat, right? Anybody been there, been there, been there with your finances, and you fail. You've been there in relationships, and you fail, and you fail. Why? Because we're not applying the word of God in these situations. That's when we're going to pass these tests. God's not testing you. Life is. <laughs> life is testing you. Anybody, right? It's very humbling when you get a life test, right? Oh, it'll wake you up real quick, right? We need a revelation, an understanding of the sower sows the word. And just like that, in just a moment, God can reveal his word to you right here in your seat. You can get a revelation where you get an understanding of the word, right? You're hearing, you're hearing, you're hearing like, ah, that light bulb turns on. All of a sudden you make the connection. All of a sudden the word of God makes sense in your life. God can give you a revelation just like that. So pay close attention. Have ears to hear. Hear the word, right? Accept the word and bear much fruit. Bear much fruit. That is the fruit of your understanding when you're bearing fruit. Then you get to, it's the fruit of your life. Okay, I'm walking this out. I'm putting this into action in my everyday life, right? You only understand what God reveals to you. Sometimes we think we know it all, right? We got this scripture memorized, but let me tell you, you, under, you only understand what God reveals to you because without him, we know nothing and we can do nothing, right? I am clearly reminded of that every day that I wake up. I know nothing without God, without his word. I need him every day of my life, right? We know him through his word and our helper, the Holy Spirit. We know him through his word. Come on. What we understand about God today is what he has shown us so far. That's it. He, what we know about him right now. And let me tell you, we're going to know far more tomorrow. The more we're seeking him in his word, right? The Bible is God's revelation of himself to us. 
This is why it's so important for us to get an understanding, a revelation of this information so that we could have that total transformation. We want that transformation body. We want that transformation life. Get a revelation of this information. That's what transforms your thinking, right? God is the word. And the word is the most reliable source we have of him. And we need to have an intimate relationship with the word of God, okay? Do you know what that means? How many of you know if you just walk by somebody, do you accidentally get pregnant? Exactly. That's not how it works. Whoops, I don't know what happened. You know exactly what happened. You got way closer than just close, all right? How many of y'all ready to get pregnant with the word of God? Then you better get close to the word. You better dive into the word. Have an intimate relationship with the word of God and bear much fruit. Instead, we're getting so close to Instagram, so close to Facebook. Like, I'm telling you, I mean, people just think it's the young people. It's the old people, too. You all cut up on your feed. Feed, 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 feed. Seriously, feed yourself the word, all right? I'm not coming for somebody. I'm coming for everybody. I'm coming for all of us, right? Feed yourself with the word of God. His word shows us his nature, his kingdom, his character, his integrity, his love, his grace, his truth, his mercies. Come on. We need to get an understanding of the word. We need an understanding of the sower sows the word. Let's look at Mark chapter 4. This is chapter 4, 1 through 20. This is the message. The parable of the sower. Jesus went back to teaching by the sea. A crowd built up to such a great multitude that he had to get out an offshore boat by using a boat as a pulpit. So Jesus, the crowd is so big. Jesus gets on a boat and he's got surround sound, right? He's got that, he's got that surround sound system. Imagine the word, the words of Jesus reflecting off the waves out into the multitudes. That's awesome, right? Jesus out there DJing, listen up, listen up with parables. So the crowd's getting big. He uses the boat as a pulpit. The people pushed to the water's edge. He taught them by using parables, stories, many stories. Jesus said, listen. There's an exclamation mark. She's like, listen up. Shut up and listen, right? Maybe not shut up, but something. What do you make of this? A farmer planted seed. As he scattered the seed, some of it fell on the road and the birds ate it. Some fell into gravel and it sprouted quickly, but didn't put down roots. So when the sun came up, it withered just as quickly. Some seeds fell into weeds. As it came up, it was strangled among the weeds and nothing came of it. Some fell on good ground, good earth, and it came up with a flourish. Come on, with maximum development, right? And producing a harvest exceeding his wildest dreams. Jesus is saying, are you listening? Are you listening? Are you really listening? Do you have ears to hear? Ten. 
through 12. When they were off by themselves, those who were close to Jesus, along with the 12, asked about the parables. These stories, Jesus told them, you have been given insight into God's kingdom. The scripture tells us that he would go over in detail with them to get an understanding of these parables, right? He would go over in detail with them. Insight into God's kingdom, you know how it works, but to those who can't see it yet, everything comes in parables. Everything comes in stories, creating readiness, nudging them towards a welcoming awakening. These are people who have eyes open but don't see a thing, who have ears open but don't understand a word, who avoid making about face and getting forgiven. Jesus continued, do you see how this parable works. Do you get it? Do you guys get it? Do you get the parable of the sower sows the word? All my parables work this way. The sower sows the word. Some people, some people like us, this is how we take inventory of our heart. Which of these people am I? Okay? And this is where we got to be real with ourselves, right? Because this is what happens, right? Sometimes we're here and we're hearing the word and all we're thinking about what we're eating after. Sometimes we're here, we're hearing the word, and all we're thinking about is that bill that I got to pay. Sometimes we're here and we're hearing the word, and all we're thinking about is how we're going to fight with our spouse once we get out of here. Because you're going to tell them that the word said this about you, and the word said this about you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can anybody... And what happened? The devil done snatched the seed. Snatched the seed just like that. And we're wondering why we're struggling. Why we're not producing. Why is the word not working? Check your ground. Check your ground. We're so quick to blame God. So quick to blame the word. So quick to blame, well, that wasn't a good word. No, check your heart. Let the seed go out, right? So or so's the word. Some of these people... Some people are like the seed that falls on hardened soil of the road. No sooner do they hear the word than Satan snatches away what has been planted in them. I tell Satan, I remind him, he is never going to steal a word from me. That's right. Because if, if I got an attitude and I'm sitting out there, I'm going to better shake it off. Because I know that the enemy is after the seed being sown in my heart. So I better shake it off. It's not about anybody else. It's about me, right? And some are like the seed that lands in the gravel. When they first hear the word, they respond with great enthusiasm. Preach. Amen. Can I get a wah, wah? Hallelujah. You got all that enthusiasm. You go after service. Man, the word was fire. The word was fire. What was it about? I don't remember. But it was good, right? We got all that enthusiasm. But there's such shallow soil of character that when the emotions wear off and some difficulties, just, just a little struggle comes, you hear the word about healing and a little cold and an allergy. Well, I don't know if God's really the healer. Just a little pressure, just a little sneeze. No, I believe and I know 
that I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. Enemy, you will not take the seed sown in my heart. Come on, we're gonna fight for that seed. We're not digging it out. We're not digging it up. But just, it's shallow soil. Can you see? Like, I'm not gonna go there. Anyways, sometimes we can have shallow character that we dig out the seed. Instead of shutting our mouths, giving it seed time, and allowing it to harvest. This is why it's so important that we watch what we say. Watch what you say. Don't speak death. Speak life. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. Don't dig out that seed by talking trash, right? No, not us. The emotions wear off, some difficulty arise, and there's nothing to show for the word. What was heard? The seed cast in the weeds represents ones who hear the kingdom of God news. You hear the gospel. You hear the good news, but are overwhelmed with the worries about all the things they have to do and all the things they want to get. The stress strangles what they heard, and nothing comes of the word sown. And this is why so many Christians get frustrated because they don't understand the parable of the sower. They're blaming the word, blaming God, and they don't understand that they are digging up the seed themselves. This is why we need an understanding of this parable. Jesus is like, you don't get this one? You got to get this one, right? You need to get this one. How will you get any other one, right? But the seed planted in good ground, everybody say good ground, represent those who hear the word, embrace it. You're not offended by it. Anybody offended? No, not me. No, I'm good ground, right? And produce a harvest beyond their wildest dreams. The parable of the sower. It's so obvious, right, when you get to see the fruit of your life. Then you're like, whoa, okay, right? You can't blame nobody, but you know what you can do? Take responsibility for the condition of your heart. Take responsibility, right? Don't wait till it's too late. Choose now to take responsibility for the condition of your heart, right? This parable of the sower, Jesus is showing us how the kingdom of God works. It's an illustration of the seed being planted to flourish and have maximum development in your life, right? The seed is symbolic for the word of God. And the ground is symbolic of the condition of your heart, right? The word in, the, in your heart. The word being planted in your heart. This is a natural principle of seed and a spiritual truth of the kingdom of God. We need a revelation, understanding of this, right? The kingdom of God works off the word of God. It is so important for us to understand the law of seed, time, and harvest. And you know what? Out in the world, we, we see it clearly. Well, you know what? Sometimes we don't because we just go to the grocery store and we don't even understand. Like you gotta go get corn. You gotta, we just, we don't even know what corn is. We just want corn chips. You know, all we see is it comes in a bag. Now that's not how it started. Okay. It started with the seed. Everything in this world started with the seed. You started with the seed. What we were talking about earlier, you know, biology, two become one. Ta-da, here you are. You started with the seed. 
Everything starts with a seed, right? And in the, we see it out there. We see the little seed and the little bud and the little sprout grows into a tree and produces fruit. Seed, time, and harvest. And that's what the word of God being planted in our hearts. Don't lose heart. Take heart. Because in due season, at just the right time, you're going to reap a harvest if you don't lose heart, Right? The law of seed, time, and harvest. You will reap whatever you sow. It's automatic. It's automatic. Whatever you're sowing, you're going to reap. Right? Ask yourself, what seeds have I sown to reap my desired harvest? Okay, we can't point fingers. It's not about blaming. It's about taking responsibility. What seeds have I sown? What seeds have I sown to reap my desired harvest? My desired harvest. What is it that you're needing, right? If you're sick, stand on the word of God. Plant the seed of the word of God in your heart. That according to, come on, 1 Peter 2.24, you are healed by the stripes of Jesus, right? The word of God will stand. The word of God will stand over the doctor's report. Come on, the word of God will stand. Keep on hearing the word. Accept the word and bear much fruit of your healing. So you, you reap, you've got to get in the word. This is why so many people are like, yeah, I'm dealing with this and I'm dealing with that. And I'm believing and I'm believing. And you ask them, what are you believing? Well, I think somewhere in the Bible it says something about like, like if, um, if I know I heard it one time. Didn't you say that if... You're not standing on the word, right? You've got to know the word to stand on the word. No, you are standing on the word of God by saying, according to 1 Peter 2, come on, 24, I am healed by the stripes of Jesus. This is why it is so important for you to get an understanding of your I am's, right? Of your I am's. I am healed. I am forgiven. Come on. Time is running out. Ah. Mark 4, 24. Then Jesus said to them, take heed to what you hear. With the same measure you use, it'll be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given. For whoever has, to him more will be given. But whoever does not have, even what little he thinks he has, will be taken away from him. Don't be a religious know-it-all. Become a doer of the word, bearing much fruit, hearing and hearing. Jesus is saying even what little you think you have is going to be taken away from you. So keep on hearing and hearing the word, right? With the same measure you use, it'll be measured back to you. The same excitement, the same passion that you are in the word, it's going to be measured back to you. If you're just in here phoning it in, (laughs) it's going to be measured back to you. (laughs) And what little you think you have is going to be taken away. It's funny, not funny, right? In the time of need. Mark 4, 26. And Jesus said, the kingdom of God God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. Okay, you guys know back in the day, they're just scattering seed. Now they have like little holes, you got lines, you got little gutters, right? So they're just scattering that seed, right? He scatters the seed on the ground and should sleep by night and rise by day. 
and the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how, for the earth yields crops by itself automatically. And just like us, we keep hearing the word, hearing the word, hearing the word, confessing the word. We don't know how it works, but it works. It works. We don't get an understanding of how God does what he does, but let me tell you, it works. His word works. His promises are yes and amen. First the blade, then the head, and after full grain in the head. But when the grain ripens, immediately he cuts it because it's harvest time. It's harvest time, right? There is a law to seed time and harvest. You will reap a harvest of what you have sown. So what seeds have you sown, right, to reap your desired harvest? What are you expecting? What are you believing for? Get seed in the ground. Get seed in the ground. What scripture are you standing on? Don't be just like all the other Christians, right? Just not sure, maybe so, maybe. No, know the word. Understand the word. Speak the word. Christians get so frustrated because they think the word is not working. But in reality, they don't know the word. They don't know the word. So they're standing on sand and it's sinking, right? we got to stand on the word, right? When you stand on the sand, you're standing on your past. You're standing on the doctor's report. You're standing on your credit report. You're standing on your own understanding. But we need to stand on the word of God, right? Stand on God's precious promises because the word of God is all you got. The word is all you got. Get in the word. Speak the word. Confess your I am's. Confess your I am's over yourself. Confess your I am's over your loved ones. Confess your I am's over your children. Man, confess the I am's over this generation coming up. Confess the I am's and build your house on the rock. Jesus, the only thing that will stand, right? So if you don't know your IMs, you can go to our website, lovelife.church. You can scroll over to resources, media, something like that, and we have the IMs there. We have the IMs printed out here available if you're in the building. Take the paper home. Read the IMs. The IMs. I am greatly loved by God. Ephesians 2.4. I am a child of God. Romans 8.16. I am. I am a new creation, 2 Corinthians 5.17. I encourage you to write these scriptures down. Write it, repeat it, speak it, memorize it. Get the seed in the ground. Seed time harvest. Give it time. Don't dig it up. Stay committed to keeping the word on repeat. Keep the word on repeat. I am above only and not beneath. Deuteronomy 28, 13. I am an imitator of Christ. Let me tell you, you need to look to Christ to imitate him. That's how you know him through the word. Have intimacy with the word of God. Get close relationship with the word. Be an imitator of Christ. I am an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. Romans 8, 17. I am an heir of eternal life. 1 John 5, 11. I'm an overcomer by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. Come on. We need to speak the word. Speak the word. Get seeds of the word in the ground in your heart. Make the deposit, make the deposit, make the deposit, make the deposit. And at just the right time, you're going to need to withdraw. 
in just the right time, you will not be overdrafted. You have a more than enough. You are blessed to be a blessing. You've got more than enough that you're not offended by others. You're not petty betty keeping a score. You are, you're not holding on to the past. You're keeping score of the word of God. So when somebody wrongs you, speak the word over them. Speak the word over them. And you'll be set free. Because when you're holding something to get somebody, it doesn't do them a thing. It hurts you. And it hurts your future. And it hurts your body. People are dealing with sickness and disease. And you go to the doctor. They go to the doctor. They have no idea why you're sick. Let it go. Let it go. Seriously. Guys, I have been through so much health struggles. You would not believe it. I have been up here preaching. So, you want to know why? Because the doctors cannot convince me that I'm sick. They can't. Why? Not because I'm special. Because I believe the word. I believe the word of God over the doctor's report. I believe the word of God over what my own body tells me. I believe the word of God. I walk by faith. I live by faith. I do not just vacation in faith. Not once in a while I visit. No, I live my everyday life by faith in faith. So when I go to the doctor and they say, your body is failing you. They say, you should be curled up in a ball. They show me reports of my pancreas is shutting down. It's got lesions. It got this. I got this. I go to this MRI scan. I don't even know. We need to remove this. You need a surgery. We got to take this out. We got to do this. And you know what happens? I get back up. I get back up. I walked in here with a walker one day because I had a major surgery. And I was the next. I didn't even miss a service. I had a walker. I refuse to be in bed. I refuse to be sick. I refuse to live by what the doctor's report says. And it's not that I'm special and it's not that I'm strong. It's because I lean on the word of God. And at the end of the day, all you got is the word. People may fail you. Life may fail you, and you may fail you, but the word of God will stand. The word of God will stand. Just last year, guys, I have been surgery, 2020, surgery, 2021, surgery, 2022. Last year, they found a cancer cell in my colon. In my colon. I said, what? No, devil, no, not today. I've got so much to live for. I've got so much to give. My life is not over, but just beginning. And let me tell you, when I wake up from that surgery, I take a selfie. I say, look what the Lord has done. She woke up again, and she'll wake up again, and again, and again, and again. Why? seed of the word of God planted since I'm 14 years old. I am a new creation. I am an imitator of Christ. I am blessed going in, blessed going out. I, come on, I speak the word. And I don't even believe my own body. I believe the word. I believe the word. And I hope that encourages you because it's not about my sad story. It's about the word of God. God's no respecters of person. If he did it for me, he will do it for you. Stand on the word. Speak the word. The sower sows the word. 
check your heart. Every time you come in here, don't miss an opportunity to receive the word because you never know when you're going to need it. In the time of need, be relentless. Be relentless in the word. I love you guys so very much. I hope you guys received something tonight. Amen? I love you guys. Come on, be relentless. See you all on Sunday. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you. Thank you.